All right, welcome back to the lockdown show. Um, today you won't believe it, but we're joined with Joe again. <laughs> Hello. All right. So Joe, obviously, um, you don't come on the podcast that much anyway. <laughs> no. <Bit> change. <laughs> basically, it's basically my first time. Yeah, it's, this is Joe's first time on, so be nice. It's, it's not yeah. like he's he's like one of the only people who actually does well in these recordings. No, definitely not. But um, today no. I thought I'd do something that I kind of really like reading, looking up, watching stuff around these sort of things. So I thought we'd do Urban Legends and hopefully we can make this into a little series on the YouTube channel. YouTube, I mean the podcast and I suppose, yeah, the YouTube channel as well when this goes up. So, um, Joe, what do you like Urban Legends first, mate? Firstly, I've not had much experience with them, to be honest. And I actually had to, because I was kind of sure what it meant, but I, I, I had to Google it before we start. Yeah, well then, Joe, do you want to read and, um, the, that definition out to with our listeners? A humorous or horrific story or piece of information circulated as though true, especially one intended to involve someone relatedly, uh, vaguely related or known to the teller. You know, I can't speak English, so that helps. Yes, very true. But um, I just like the fact that it has humorous and horrific next to each other. Humorous or horrific, which yeah. makes me... We should play some sort of roulette where... Yeah. We can go through each one. I have to guess whether it's going to be funny or yeah. horrifying before we do it. Now, one of the reasons why I brought you in for the first uh, Urban Legends episode is because I know you're not a big fan of scary things, so I feel like I might get a better reaction from you. If that makes sense? Well, I feel like if you're the one telling the story, I don't think you'll be, like, scary. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, I just you like horror movies and stuff. It just... Yeah. Yeah, Joe. If you look out your window right now... No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, then. So I suppose you should just get... Anyway. That is true. Well, not until the 8th of March when I will see you again. Um, 8th, true. Yeah, 8th of March. Well, anyway, I suppose we should um, just get right on into this, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Go so our first... So these three, first of all, just quickly, one last thing... These are classics, so these are stuff that you you probably might may have heard, but I don't think you might want like Slenderman and stuff. I've 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 kept Slenderman out and stuff like that okay. just because they're so commonly known and they're rubbish at the end of the day. Might come later. Right. On. Don't know. Money. Anyway, the first one we're gonna do is um oh yes we're gonna do footprints in the snow. Joe, what do you think of the title? Do you think, does it give you chills yet? or? I think it'll be a horror, not humour. Alright then, Joe. Well, let's get right on into this. This urban yep. legend involves a teenage girl who was home with her little sister while their parents horror. were out onto the town. <laughs> oh, scary. After watching some television together, she sent her little sister to bed and then went back downstairs to watch more TV. Eventually, she got bored, and with that, she was what? Um, there. She got bored with what she was watching and turned it off. <laughs> then curled up in a blanket on the couch and watched the snow fall through a large sliding glass window in the living room. Yep. She had only been watching for a few minutes when she saw a man walking towards the sliding glass doors with a deadly, with deadly purpose. He started to pull something shiny out of his coat. And she dove under her blanket in terror. That's going to help. After a while, she pulled down the blanket and found the man was gone. 
She called the police, who immediately rushed over over to the scene to investigate. Upon examining the premises, one of the first things they noticed was that there were no footprints in the snow. And with with the rate of snowfall, there was no way they could they could have been covered that quickly. Puzzled, the officers inspected the residence and noticed wet footprints on the carpet leading straight towards the couch where the girl had been sitting. The madman had been behind her the whole time and what she had seen what she had seen had been his reflection in the window. Wow. Joe, what what are you rating the first story? Well considering the girl didn't get stabbed to death. <laughs> I, I think that should knock it down a few notches. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um If there's no stabbing it's not a good one from Joe. The, 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 the first thing I thought was, in what universe is hiding under a blanket going to help you from a guy with a knife? Well, I suppose, I suppose, like when you're a child and you feel like there's like a monster under your bed, you go under <laughs> the blanket. It's a bit like security because you think they can't see you. Maybe, but um, I mean, it, it was it was pretty creepy, and yeah. I and I think if it was like, yeah, I I I, I what do you, what do you want out, out of ten or something? Or, well, yeah, we can rate it on how scary you found it, I suppose, out of 10. Or, like, how, yeah. I, I think overall rating, maybe 6. You know what? That's not a bad place to start. It's not a bad place to start at all. Were you, at any points, did you, were, were you scared at any points? Or, like, just, were you just like, uh, Well, right. I kind of expected it to carry on a bit after it, after the end. Because what's the point of a guy standing in your living room with a knife and going home? Well, yeah, it's it's. I, I genuinely don't know because that's all that. There were no bits afterwards, but I could imagine it was like he was a madman who probably couldn't see her or something because she was protected by the blanket, some something right. weird like that. Just okay. you know, these these well, are quite, yeah. 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 I, I think six out of ten is a solid start. All right. Well, yeah, these are quite um short. These are quite short, yeah. short, short, but like good ones. Ghost stories that you tell around a campfire or something. Yes, exactly, Joe. Campfire stories. Okay. So, Joe, you ready for the next one? Certainly am. Okay. The Chilling Discovery. That's scary music behind. <laughs> there, there are multiple versions of this story, and most of them start with a young college girl who was studying late and thus was spending a lot of time in the library instead of her dorm room. During a late night of studying, she realised that she had forgotten something in her dorm room so she decided to take a trip back to go get it. When she opened the door, she found the dark room, but figured that her roommate was either asleep or out studying like her. Not wanting to disturb her in case she was asleep, she left the light off, grabbed what she needed and went back to the library. Upon returning to her room, she found her roommate lying on the floor with a slit throat, but the worst part was the message written in lipstick on the bathroom mirror that read simply, Aren't you glad you didn't turn your off on the light, Joe? I said these. Yeah, are that, quite that short. was definitely better than the last one. Yeah, there's a murder involved. A bit more suspense and stuff, and you know yeah. I love a good murder. Yeah, Joe loves a good murder. Clip <laughs> that. We have so many moments of you just saying really strange stuff, you know, on this podcast, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he loves a good murder, kids. Yeah. So if anything goes on um, near your place, you know who it is. Yeah? I, that. <laughs> I think that was uh, six and a seven, seven out of oh, ten. Oh, with the murder, it puts up a little. It's better than the last one, but I don't know how yeah. much better. 
to give it an, yeah. yeah, six and a half or okay. seven-ish. All right, so Joe. Right, the problem with this story is I could see this possibly happening to you. <laughs> okay, well, uh, go ahead. Well, not not the whole you're dead part, but the whole late night studying. Okay, studying well, at least I do study, which is... Oi, 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 I do, I do, mate. Okay, okay. But okay. I, I could see this happening to you, maybe not the whole... Oh, thanks, no, mate. Just, just the studying, <laughs> just the studying aspect. I can see you coming home to find your roommate dead. Yeah, great. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, great just... banter. <laughs> great banter. Mate. Right. Okay. Well, Joe, I'm not going to tell you the um, the uh, title to this one because I, I don't want it to give it away. Yeah. Is it going to be man find dead person? <laughs> man find dead person. Dead person doesn't tell who man is. <laughs> All right. This one's very short. Okay. Okay. So, Go scary music again. <laughs> don't know why I did that. Right. A woman who lives alone in an apartment with her puppy. She Dies. was fast asleep one night. <laughs> a woman lives alone in an apartment with puppy. Yay. <laughs> just so you know, there are many different ways this um, story has been told over the years. Just like to put that out there quickly. But okay, okay. let's start over again. A woman lives alone in her apartment with her puppy. <laughs> she was fast asleep yeah. one night when she was awoken by strange noises. But she put them off thinking, ah, it's probably just the outside because she is in an apartment after all. But to reassure herself, she reached down to where her pup slept behind, beside her in the bed. She felt it lick her hand. Satisfied and feeling safe, she drifted back. <laughs> she drifted back to a sleep. The next morning, she discovered that the dog had been hanged in the shower, dripping in blood. And on, on the floor beside her bed, was a note that said, humans can lick too. So, Joe, what do you think of that story? <laughs> sorry, well, sorry, I kind of missed the last... You said humans, then it cut out, and oh. I couldn't hear. Humans can lick too. Oh, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah, what do you think of that one, Joe? Well, I want to know who it was that licked your hand. Well, it's obviously a human, Joe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe yes, it definitely was. Yeah, but no. who who hangs a dog? That's kind of sad. Yeah, but I don't know. It's quite. It's I like I like that one a lot. You know. Yeah, it's very upbeat and chirpy. <laughs> Just like you, Joe. Yeah, I think that went to seven point five. Oh, okay, okay. We're going up. We're going up in the rankings of Joe. Oh, I like that. I like that. Definitely yeah. So just because I didn't say the title of that, the title was "Humans Can Lick Too." So. Oh well, I would have given it all away. As soon as I, I heard the part about licking the dog, the dog licking your hand, I'd be like, "Yep, that's a person." I know that's that's why I didn't want to say it. But I generally reckon that was one of the better ones of the of these ones that I've said so far. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so obviously those um, were very good stories. They were the three I had written down, but I thought. Um, why not? I found a website which has the creepiest urban legends in every state of America. So I thought we could ask Joe to maybe list one or two states in America and I'll read off an urban legend from that place. So Joe, you down to do that, mate? For sure. Okay. All right then. Joe, what's the first American state that comes to your head? Colorado. All right then. Let's quickly go down and find Colorado. Colorado. Ooh. Riverdale Road. Colorado, Riverdale Road. Okay. Damn, okay. Okay. Oh, this also underneath it has of where this urban legend has come from. 
So that we're gonna have to read that as well. That's that's very interesting. Right. But okay. It's but, literally a photo of the road where it comes from. That's kind of scary. Oh, I don't have that. But yes, okay. Hi. Joe, let's get into this. Riverdale okay. Road. For eleven horrifying miles, Riverdale Road near Thornton, Colorado, is crowned with enough horrifying legends to bring even the bravest paranormal investigator to his knees. From a ghostly runner attacking parked cars on Joggers Hill to various demons and even a phantom Camaro revving up and down the winding roads. But the gates of hell... Oh, yeah. But the gates of hell seems an epicentre. The physical iron gates are now gone, but what remains in in the partial shell of an old mansion where a madam... A madman, sorry. <laughs> Where a madman supposedly burned his wife and children alive. Left behind the barren, charred plot of land. And a white-clawed woman who wanders the area. She She's wow. joined by the ghosts of slaves, supposedly hanged from now-charred trees. Go ahead and run away when you see something creepy like an ethereal pack of dogs. You're probably just going to bump into some thump something worse. Possibly hell. A portal to which some believe is here. That may that maybe explains why so many demons were conjured in a weird underground chicken coop near a set of underground tunnels. So Joe, that was the, um, that's Riverdale Road. Yeah, I think that one seems a bit more realistic. Like, not like realistic, realistic, but like... <laughs> the, the gates it, of it's, hell. It, it's, it's given a certain place that you can go to to yeah. kind of experience this horror story. And you know, I've actually seen a different one on, on, on the website about the 50 Ooh. states. I'm pretty sure we're on different websites, but... Um, Maybe we have. Oh, the, yeah. the, there's, there's one about Riverdale Road. That, there's of, eight creepy stories there. Yeah, all of these urban legends. So those will probably like go into more detail of Riverdale Road. but Yeah, but one right. of them about, is about a phantom jogger. So oh. it says a driver. One day, there's a driver who a jogger freaked out and left him for dead. Now, now it said that if you park at the site of the crash, you'll hear disembodied footsteps getting closer and closer to your car. Yeah. People reported handprints on the windows and banging noises as if someone was kicking the outside. Oh, that's. Did you reckon someone just sits in the bushes, <laughs> waiting <laughs> just for someone to get up to in their car, and just starts kicking the yes. hell out of the bumper? You, you, do you remember if if you ever watched the Tommy Inlet videos? Do you remember when Wilbur had the ghost ghostbuster part? Just yeah. Just a man pretending to do that. <laughs> well, in the uh, in the new S and P where they all got powers. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, anyway, Joe, would you like me to tell you where it came from? Sure. It's unknown when things got really hairy, though. Given the spirits of ghost slaves, it's safe to assume terrible things have been happening on Riverdale Road since the eighteen fifties. And each time something terrible happened over the decades, it's just kind of got stacked onto the nesting doll of the horror show. So, awesome. alright. So, Joe, do you want to say another US state and we can do another one? Yeah, let's go Florida because I'm sure that would be something oh, wild. Alright. Uh, oh, oh, God. I'm just... Florida man <laughs> kills 15, runs away into a swamp. Okay, Joe, you ready? Become swamp thing. You ready, uh, yeah, Joe? Sure. Florida, the skunk ape. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just the title. I told you. I haven't read it yet, but it's just the title. All right. Okay. The the skunk ape. The Everglades are filled with an array of terrifying creatures, 
man-eating alligators, man-eating snakes, men-eating roadkill. Florida, kids. However, one human-like figure has been spotted enough times to warrant elevated levels of concern. The skunk ape! Dun-dun-dun. Oh, God. A relative of Bigfoot, a fully grown skunk ape, stands anywhere between 5 to 7 feet tall and weighs approximately 450 pounds. So the average American man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you get cancelled for that. They can be detected. You touch entire American audience. Yeah, I'm sorry. I actually do have quite a bit. We do actually have quite a big American audience as well. So to any Americans out there listening, I'm sorry. It was just a joke. But anyway. They can be detected by a horrific odour that's been described as a sun-baked animal carcass or rotting garbage. They mostly eat berries and small animal, animal, animals, but from time to time they've been known to ravage farms and tear wild boars to shreds. Recently, a skunk ape HQ has popped up in the Everglades where you can book tours out into the swamps or, res- or reserve a spot on a hunting expedition to finally prove the hairy beast is real once and for all. So, Joe, what do you think of the skunk... Um, skunk ape? I think it's very... It's very Florida. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like... Sorry, is, is, it, is it skunk ape as in yes. the smelly thing and monkey? Yes, yes, like a skunk and right. an I just feel like someone may have smoked a little bit too much of the drugs and then said, "I've seen a smell. I've seen a really big smelly man that looks like a relative of Bigfoot." Yeah, it's quite far fetched, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna bother reading the where it came from because I it's pro- it's just Florida man is gonna be all it says. Oh, it was just to scare people off of their land, essentially. That's essentially what it's written there. <laughs> all right, Joe, do you want to tell you? Yeah, one more. Why not? Oh my god, this is really scary. I just looked at Illinois and it said something about Homie the Clown and it's a really weird picture. But I- I'm going to say New Hampshire. New Hampshire, okay. We can do Illinois next. Oh, oh do we finish with New Hampshire? No, 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 no. I-, I just don't like clowns. Just... Alright, Joe, we're doing Illinois. We're doing Illinois. Come on, I need to get... Fine. Wait, wait, what are the ratings? No, I, I don't like thing? clowns that are designed to be creepy. I yes. don't like clowns that okay. are meant to be happy. Okay, wait, Joe, Joe, quickly. We forgot to do the ratings for the last two, mate. Oh what god, okay, the... Or was the one before the Riverdale last Road. Yeah. And it was about the slaves hanging from the... Yeah. Uh, seven. And the one... And the Florida one is six. You're, you're putting the Florida one on the same level as the wet footprints? Yes. Okay. I would probably put the Florida one at like a two. Well, anyway. Cool. New Hampshire. You ready, Joe? The Cursed Isles. The Witch of Hampton. Oh, no. Oh. A different one. Oh, did you We've got you? different... Ah, we, we can do New Hampshire, can't we? That's fine, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, they're, they're different stories. It's weird. Oh, alright, wait. Quickly. Um, I will do New Hampshire. It's because I just got it up now. Yeah. Alright. Sure. The Cursed Isles of Shoals. The charming okay. archipelago, I'm, I hope I said that right, of Isles yep. of Shoals. Yep. Of New Hampshire's eastern shore is per- is a- is the perfect designation for a seaside picnic, or you know a series of brutal murders. Two young women are hot. <sighs> Two young women were horrifically butchered via the particularly creepy awesome. manic with an axe method in the late eighteen seventies, and apparently you can still hear them screaming often late at night. 
which is just objectively unsettling. This specific island, Smutty Nose, <laughs> is what? said. It's Smutty Nose. I promise you that's the name of the island. Smutty Nose okay. is said to be haunted okay. by these ghosts. The axe murderer himself, pirates, and a gang of other poltergeists. And come on, have you ever seen an abandoned old lighthouse in the fog? Have you, have you, what? <laughs> that, that's just how it ended. Have you ever oh, seen right, sorry, an no. old abandoned lighthouse in the fog? <laughs> so, Joe, that one was pretty good. It's it's all right. It ch- it changed to um Seaside Picnic to Brutal Murders. Yes. Now, Very kind of 180-ing yeah. the thing. Yeah, so as we know, Joe loves a good murder, as he said earlier in the episode. So, Joe, what are we saying yep. for the Cursed Isles, Isles of Shoal? Uh, 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 six and a half. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, 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 right. yep, yep, yep. I'll quickly tell you where it came from. The islands have a historic have have a history longer than the country they are in. Blackbeard himself was rumored to, rumored to use the islands as a honeymoon destination and gold depository in the early 18th century, and naturally he killed some people there along the way. By the Naturally. time Louise Wagner was murdered, the woman living on Smutty Nose, there were already ghost stories about the haunting chain of the of islands. With history, pirates, and of course, axe murderers come creepy tales. And again, the abandoned lighthouse won't help. So, Joe. I'm not. Okay. What do you well, think of that? There's, 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 actually, there's actually another story about New Hampshire on this website called The Witch of Hampton. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, you can read that, New Hampshire, The Witch of Hampton. That seems interesting. Okay. So, a woman called Eunice, uh, in quotes, Goody Cole, was the only woman in New Hampshire to be tried for, for, for witchcraft multiple times. Her first, her first charge was in 1656, and she was tried again in 1671. When she died and her body was recovered, the townspeople were rumoured to have staked her through the heart to prevent her from haunting their town. People continue to blame Goody Cole for the misfortunes of Hampton citizens for the past 300 years. For example, a boat full of Hampton residents overturned and everyone on board drowned, even though they were, even though they were within swimming distance of shore. People, blame, people blamed Goody Cole for the crash and for cursing the passengers by having them forget how to swim. That kind of relates to the Jesus in history and witchcraft and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. She got tried for it twice and still managed to kill 300 people. Yeah, kind of respect that, you know. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Why, why do I say that? The grind. <laughs> the grind. Alright. So, I'm just quickly getting the Illinois one up, because the website I was on was not did not have one about a clown. Oh. So, Joe. Yep. We're going to go urban legend. We just literally typed in Illinois clown urban legend. And I'm going to read the whole article. Yep. Alright, so... Homie the Clown. Oh. Generally speaking, it's not ghosts that make Halloween scary for Chicago school kids. It's bobbers. Kids who lie in wait with eggs and shaving cream for younger, for younger, weaker prey. When I was growing up, it was whispered that some bombers had filled super soakers with potion of nair. If you get shot in the head, that was it. You were bald. But in the fall of 1999, 1991, kids were afraid of something even worse. 
I was a fifth grader at Murphy Elementary and rumours circulated among my classmates for weeks coming coming to boil as Halloween approached. It wasn't safe to walk home alone. He was in our neighbourhood. Someone had seen him cruise past in his van just the other day. We called him Homie the Clown. And if you're a product of Chicago schools, old enough to buy beer, but young enough to remember the Thundercats, chances are you did too. Thundercats was a banging TV show. I'd just like to point that out. I've got Thundercats I've box seen it right actually. It's amazing. Right here, back onto scary urban legend. Homie the Clown, of course, was the name of a character played by Damon Wyans in the early 90s sketch com- comedy show in Living Colour. Yada, yada, yada. I'm just going to skip that part. The character was was an angry black ex-con who, who carried a sock for knocking bratty kids upside the head. His catchphrase, you might recall, was, homie, don't play that. But the homie we feared was a man dressed as a clown who'd supposedly been roaming the neighbourhood and luring children into his white van. Or maybe just snatching them and throwing them inside. No no one at Murphy was too sure about the details. I remember the kids talking about it. Somebody going around dressed like Homie the Clown, said David Allison, 25. A friend who was also in the fifth grade at Murphy that year. I want to say that he was a rapist or something. He was supposed to be driving around in a van. Remembers another class, a former classmate of mine, Bob Chang. Kids were talking about it all the time. A kid in my church, he went to another school in Chicago, further north, said he saw Homie the Clown going past his school. Chang vividly recalls a witch hunt mentality. I remember that one day a bunch of kids from the neighbourhood and me were like, we're going to catch this guy and we went walking the neighbourhood for, for Homie. The more people you ask, provided they're of a certain age, the more you'd hear the same things, with slight variations. Sometimes Homie is a kidnapper, other times a rapist, sometimes Homie's sock. Others remember his van. The van sometimes changes colour, but white leads other hues by a wide margin. Just one detail is consistent. Homie was always nearby. It might have relieved those of us at Murphy's knowing that kids all over Chicago and in some suburbs thought the same thing. Kassara Red Redcop, who was at Andrew Jackson Language Academy on the near west side, says her classmates were so sure that, it was, that he was real. That's why you'd be careful. That's why you had to be careful when you were waiting for your parents to pick you up. Elisa Welk, who went to Rogers Elementary in Rogers Park, recalls that there wasn't that much communication between the orthodox kid and non and non orthodox kids. But I remember that orthodox that the orthodox kids were scared of white vans too. It was cleared. It was clear we both heard the same story. Folks who were grown grown ups at the time remember Homie, a friend of mine was volunteering at Oscar Mayer Elementary, says Murphy, Murphy second grade teacher Lee Ann Madrid, and a child saw a white van go by the school playground, started screaming, it's the clown, it's the clown. And I understand that they took every, everyone back into school and called the police. 
even at the peak of the supposed homey sightings. However, few schools took action. Home didn't seem didn't leave many traces in the media. The few clips I could find reporting sightings. Yeah, it's it's just essentially people finding a, a supposed paedophile, really, Joe. Yeah, well, I have to say it's a lot less scary with the fact that he's called Homie, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of think. I, I think that I think that's like a four or a five, to be honest. Yeah, that wasn't the best, was it? Really, it was. It wasn't just, fantastic. Just a bit of a pedo, I suppose. At the end of the day. <laughs> but um. Basically. Joe, I want to end this off just quickly, scaring you a little. Sure, I'll go for so, it. So, do you know why clowns were so scared and why people are scared about them? I suppose in America more, but... Yeah, have you, have you, ever, have you ever seen shows on, like, serial killers and stuff like that? Not, like, true crime, That's, but I've watched, like, criminal yeah, minds. Yeah, true crime, sorry, yes. <laughs> no, no. So, Not really. this is one of the main reasons. Meet Pogo the Clown, a.k.a. Your Worst Nightmare. The story of a babysitter and a clown... Statue is one of the most unpopular urban legends of all time. Unpopular. Yes. But what's even more terrifying is the person behind the clown makeup. Did one of the most prolific serial killers of all time give us a reason to forever fear clowns? Let's begin with a quick retelling of the urban myth about the babysitter and the clown statue. And the legend goes like this. A married couple asks a babysitter to look after their kids so they can go out for dinner. They ask the babysitter to stay in the guest room upstairs whilst they're gone, just in case one of the kids wake up. Halfway through dinner, the couple calls the babysitter to check in. The sitter says everything is fine, but is it okay she if, if she covers up the clown statue in her guest room with a sheet or a blanket? She's always been a little afraid of, the, of clowns, and the statue is creeping her out. I love, I've just remembered the other legend. I love this one. Sorry, Joe. The couple, the couple pauses, then tells her to grab the kids and leave the house immediately. The sitter does, as she's told. She brings the kids to the neighbour's house. The kids' parents meet them. They look terrified. They apologise to their children for not believing their stories about the clown under the beds. Then turn to the babysitter. We don't have a clown statue, they say. Shortly afterwards, the legend goes the police arrest a man in a clown costume creeping around the neighbourhood with a butcher's knife. In the legend, the clown usually turns out to be an escapee from the nearby prison or mental asylum. So, Joe, that was like the big urban legend part. Yeah. But, um. Well, I mean, pretty scary to be honest. Yeah, a, a man just sitting in your room waiting to kill you. Pretend to be a statue. Yep. That must scare you. Uh, let me just have a look around quickly. But anyway, I think good. the I'm pretty sure the but po, yes. So this is like the Pogo the clown guy. One of the clowns certainly isn't helped by. Do you know a man called John Wayne Gacy? One of the most prolific serial killers yeah, in U.S. Yeah. history. So that's why a lot of people are scared of clowns, I suppose, because Gacy was a small business owner who ran a construction company in the suburbs of Chicago in the 60s and 70s. The man had a passion for clowns. People, people in his community apparently liked him a lot. He was known to dress as a character called Pogo the Clown and used to entertain children at local events. Gacy even had kids of his own. And then it essentially just goes on to say he'd murder people 
And yeah. So yeah, Joe. <laughs> what do you think of um, that? What do you think of the last clown urban legend I said, mate? Uh, pretty pretty good. I'd say that's like seven point five. So we haven't we haven't breached the seven point five in today's episode. We can change that, Joe. We'll change that. I promise. Seven seven point five. All right. So obviously, I think that's going to be the end of the episode, Joe. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the urban legends. I did. That's You're very welcome. It's good to know. So yes, um, if every if you guys enjoyed listening to the Urban Legends at home, um, please say in the comments of, I of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if they do that on Spotify, obviously over on YouTube. Try and do it anyway. Yeah, just and please like leave ratings because now that we've finally got everything up on iTunes and it's been there for an hour a month, I just keep on forgetting to leave. Please leave five stars. Five stars. stars five five stars, stars. Five stars. But yes. Um, We'll hopefully be doing more Urban Legend episodes later down the line. Don't want to put them all out straight away. Some may be joined with Joe. Some may be joined with other people and Joe. Or some might not even have Joe in. I know that's a scary thought because... It's kind of scandalous. And I know it's a scary thought because the podcast is essentially just Joe coming on every week. (laughs) Yeah, you're nothing without me. Nah, that's not true, Joe. I'm everything without you. But anyway... Oh. (laughs) But if you enjoyed today's um, podcast, please remember... Go give it five stars. Five stars, comment. Five stars, yeah. Exactly. And if you're listening over on the YouTube channel, why not leave a like and subscribe? Um, So, yes, we'll see you all next week with another podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye bye.